sleep in Detroit City And I dreamed about those cotton fields and home Hey, 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 everybody. It's time for your Browns Friday fumble. Oh, oh Don't try to pick it up and run. My name is Dave. I'm Dylan. We are coming to you live on, from what I found out, not a victory Friday, a loss Friday. You oh, know. yeah. It was, you didn't. Yeah, it was bad. No, sir. I did not watch the game. Actually, I was able to watch the first drive. Okay. Uh, I saw Baker march him down the field. Oh, yeah. Put in a touchdown. Solid. I said. Took time off the clock. I said the offense is gelling. A lot of de-earnest action in there. I'm I'm heading to Great Wolf. Uh, I've had this booked for a while. Hmm. And I got in the car, drove myself to Sandusky, stopped along, along the way at a Waffle House, got okay. some waffles and uh went to great wolf for the weekend it was awesome huh spent it into i came home tuesday um so yeah saw that one drive i did see that we lost uh but i I didn't watch hardly a second of it yeah no basically that drive was the only highlight of the game i gotta be honest it's uh seems a little odd to me real downhill from that point forward speaking of downhill some of these slides dylan they got a great wolf Okay. I mean, you you climb up a few flights of stairs. You're like, what am I getting myself into? And then you're twisty, turny. You hear people screaming yeah. and sh- shrieking. Oh man! But I'll you bet. get on there, smooth as can be. The the inner tube on there with the water. It's you're sliding right on down, and you you know I almost <laughs> lost my trunks. Uh, luckily, yeah. I had the extra the extra Velcro strap on there, and they they were fine. No no inappropriate scenes were caused there. But well, Dave. I- you know, it's like it's almost like we couldn't catch a pass all day. You know, it's like speaking of passes, I did get a pup pass, uh, which got me a free scoop of ice cream, a free build a bear, one cup of bulk candy, excluding the jelly bellies. See that? I mean, you can't discount jelly bellies. And uh, 20, 20 paw points in the arcade, Dylan, and I used that. I racked up some serious tickets. Down there, I was able to get some pretty sweet prizes. Yeah, I mean, it, you'd think if we if if we weren't connecting on passes, we'd probably just switch to the ground game and sort of put you know put. It's New England. It's not like we're up against you know like. Well, Dylan, I did a little ground game myself, and that's the ground level of the Great Wolf Lodge uh, water park. Uh, there's a lot of different features at ground level. You don't have to go up into the rafters for these slides you can just stay it there's a there's a kind of a it's called the hot springs so they've got an adults only hot tub and they've got you know what sometimes kids wants to be warm too so you go down there's just it's like a warm pool the other ground level activities there's a pool with basketball hoops oh okay and a big uh pool where you can just do what you want you know it's not even it's just a pool so I, I'm I'm kind of getting the sense that you're not wanting to talk about this Browns loss. So that's fine. That's fine. You know, some other things happened this week uh, around around the division, around the league that mm-hmm. were actually yeah. probably kind of positive points in our direction. I mean, this <laughs> watching the Rams just sort of flounder with OBJ making his debut. And well, stuff. Dylan, uh, flounder were not in the pools. This is not an aquarium situation. Everything was nicely chlorinated and clean. A kid did poop in the toddler pool. They closed it down. They cleaned it up. It was open a couple hours later. Yeah, I mean, watching the watching watching Pittsburgh football tie 
with the line our our opponent this week the lions the the winless as lions. i said the most important tie i did was on my trunks cuz uh if i hadn't have tied those so well oh boy i think i'd have been thrown out of great wolf lodge for losing the trunks at the bottom of one of those intense but satisfyingly intense slides just a perfect blend of fun and thrill what about uh uh baltimore getting just a just embarrassed on on national primetime television by Miami, right? I mean, that's you know, right. I haven't seen a dolphin perform like that since I saw a kid jump out of the pool doing a beautiful dolphin impression and he couldn't do the noise. He tried, but he did do the jump uh really well. And that was just in the normal pool. They're not very deep. And it's only a 4-foot pool, but this is a place that caters to kids. You don't want diving. You don't want horseplay. So, but Dave, Dave, not even not even a Cincinnati losing to the bye week joke. That's not even going to get you. Well, there is one near Cincinnati, but I was in Sandusky, uh, the Great Wolf in Sandusky. There's one. It's right by Kings Island. That's only open on the weekends. But I really wanted to take advantage of the lesser crowds that the weekdays offered. <laughs> Time to take a look at a little bit of Browns news. Coming at you this week from www.youtube.com slash Fallon Tonight. Hey, I know L.A. traffic was bad, but I didn't realize it was this bad, Dave. Oh, how, how bad was it? Well, it, listen to this. I guess Odell's dad, he's still stuck on the 405, and that's why we haven't seen a Stafford video yet. Am I right? <laughs> So I hear things are getting a little chippy in the Odell Beckham Jr. Mayfield fallout, Dylan. Did you hear about this? Yeah, I did. I did. I guess there were some long negotiations. Things ended up pretty amicably, you know. Baker got the house. That's where the the Browns play their games. And Odell gets to see Jarvis every other weekend and then two weeks during the summer. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you, Dave, the, the injury report came out today. Have you seen this? Geez, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Robert Downey Jr., Tom Holland, Donovan Peoples-Jones, Samuel L. Jackson, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, Jack Conklin. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. It's like reading the call sheet from the next uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, blockbuster. We got all those superstars on there. <laughs> how about emily mayfield's instagram right i know i know yeah i I guess emily's taking a little heat after posting hubby's defense last week so it looks like we're only getting one coupon code for avon facial peels this week baker mayfield's in the news again yeah he uh says his leg went numb during that new england game uh, he said he's ready to play this week, though, Dave. I guess uh, I guess Aaron Rodgers got him in at the same veterinarian that uh, Secretariat went to. <laughs> uh, Dylan, did you hear about this? I saw that uh, Johnny Stanton, fullback, had Miles Garrett, Wyatt Teller over uh, to his house the other day. Uh-huh. Play uh-huh. some Dungeons & Dragons the I other did. night. They put I a little old D&D. The big problem, Dylan, did you hear about this? 
he got his playbook mixed up with his spellbook. Oh, no. And it turns out casting spells doesn't stop Dante Hightower. Oh! This is Hugh Jackson, and now it is time to know your foe. Back to you, Dave and Dalen. All right, Dylan. Uh, what do you do after a game like that that you just told me about when it's time to pick the results of another game? Hmm. That's a funny way of saying this is the prediction segment, but boy ever is it. Uh, Dylan, I don't know which way to turn, so I think I'm going to have you go first this okay. week. great. You know, I see, uh, I see it's all, you know, we're in next man up territory as we're wont to do at this time of year. Mm-hmm. And, um, you notice the Detroit Lions. Yeah. I've usually a preseason game. Yeah. This is one of the first regular season, uh, iterations of the Great Lakes Classic. Yeah. So, but however, we are going to see our preseason squad. We, that is very true. So uh That's an excellent point. Probably not a high scoring affair. I think we're going to re- come in uh right at about the uh 26-17 mark. Okay. Um Detroit has not gotten blown out, Dave. I just want to make sure that we're all aware of that. Detroit has not gotten blown out this year. It's been a lot of heartbreakers. Well, well Dylan, I'm trying to piece together a prediction here because obviously yeah. I'll admit it. The New England game, I was dead wrong. I mean, I had the Browns winning forty-one to sixteen, the same score that they beat the Bengals by. Right. Apparently, there are more variables than I'm giving NFL football credit for. And New England Patriots were able to do some things that I didn't know they were allowed to do, frankly. And but you know, I think some of that magic from the Cincinnati game is still there. Numb leg or not. Um I think the Browns' offense is going to turn it around. I think they're going to put up 41 points, mm. just like they did against Cincinnati. Maybe you throw a defensive touchdown in there, too. Mm-hmm. But I also think the defense is going to have its struggles. I think similar to the amount of struggles that they had against the Patriots, but maybe not as many by, like, four. So an aspect of this that I'm just learning about now, and I know you might be saying it's a little shocking that six years into a podcast where I've predicted a score every week, mm-hmm. I would first n- now decide that I should look at the opponent's history. Yeah. But I have. And what did you find? The Detroit Lions are coming off a tie. Right. So I am thinking that based on their history mm-hmm. and our history, okay. 41-41 tie, Browns-Lions. Wow. Okay. I don't even think you're allowed to bet a tie. So this is just another way that we're encouraging you not to bet. It has come to our attention that some people listen to this podcast at accelerated speeds for quicker listening. We'd like to point out that this podcast is meticulously meticulously scripted, performed, and edited for optimal humor characteristics. And any 
defiling of that podcast through accelerated listening practices is very offensive to the artists and will not be tolerated. Hey, let's take a look at that roster real quick. We got an uncommon opponent, Uncommon guys. opponent, not a division, guys. At tight end, TJ Hackysack. Third string wide receiver, Trinity Benson. Presented without comment, Amon Ross St. Brown. Power tool, Taylor Black and Decker. Halapula Vadi Vitae. Everybody loves Khalif Raymond. Dr. Seuss quarterbacks Jared Goff and David Bloff. <laughs> what Miles Garrett is going to be yelling at a ref almost all game when matched up with this right tackle, Will Holden. The offensive alliteration squad, Jonah Jackson and Jermar Jefferson. A Penai Sewell saved is a Penai Sewell earned. Barrel-aged bourbon, Evan Brown. Stranded on the satellite of love, Matt Nelson. After that tie, God, we need a win, Igwabuki. Unfortunately, Kaderil Hodge. Let's go take a look at that defense real quick, though. Pornography legend, Michael Brazzers. Old Reflog himself, Alan McNeil. Backup nose tackle, John Penisini. When you're on a date with Deshaun and he tries to make a move, Deshaun, hand. When you want Wazariki to keep wearing jeans, Levi on Wazariki. You know, if Kevin was so strong, he wouldn't be like the fifth defensive end on the depth chart. Shitty superhero. Anthony Pittman. Outside linebacker, Jesse Lemonade. Uh, normal guys, Nick Williams, Charles Harris, Mark Gilbert, and Will Harris. We're going to throw that carpetbagger, Dean Marlowe, right out of town. When Chris isn't sending enough shirtless pics to the group chat. CJ, more! Mario's kind of like second nemesis, but not really the worst, like not as bad as Bowser, even though they all kind of play tennis together anyway. Uh, sorry, Amani Wario. Brown's defensive coordinator, Josh Woods. Was that Jalen Reeves? May have been. Where you keep animals, Derek Barnes. <laughs> All right, Dylan. Uh, when we, man, beginning of the year, we circled this one. Oh yeah, we're like, uh, you know, the famous, the famous video by Superfan Factory of Sadness. Factory of Sadness. Uh, he he made that video about Cleveland, and you know, the punchline is we're not Detroit, and yep. we're like, hey man, Detroit. You know, this is going to be the annual trip we make. It's goddamn Detroit, guys. It's Detroit. It's going to be, I mean, finally, you know, I don't like to do this, 
But sometimes it is good to be able to punch down. When you're from oh, Cleveland, God. you want to punch down a little bit. Anyway, especially did, with the I mean, we get we got we got a little bit of history with Detroit too. Yeah, sports sporting history. Great Lakes Classics, you had the Cavs and the Pistons going at it yes. back in those days. You know, and you know, I personally got at it uh with some some Detroit fans uh at at a at a tribe game a few years ago. Oh yeah. And we were saying, I kept saying Detroit, right? And they're like, guys, stop saying Detroit. It's Detroit. And I'm like, guys, if you want to get all pronunciation on me, it's 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 fucking Detroit. If you're really gonna try to big time me on the pronunciation here, so how about you just accept me saying Detroit? Anyway, that aside, you know they served faithfully. Mm-hmm. as the low-end gradient to which all other Rust Belt towns have measured themselves, and deservedly so. Oh, yeah. Motor City in its heyday was the epicenter of American culture and industry, but Dylan, man, has it taken such a nosedive in Ugh. these last decades that, I mean, punchlines are going to come quick and fast. We're going to point, you know, the, 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 the Grand Tour guys did a thing in Detroit and about uh-huh. how terrible, like, we're going to do that, like, we're three... Uh, kind of oldish British men, and mm-hmm. we're gonna go to town. Yep, exactly. So first thing we pulled in on Monday night, we decided to take in a show at the world famous, you know, Fox Theater. And I mean, Dave, I gotta admit, I like I get the attraction. I mean, we walked in, you're kind of overwhelmed with how impressive this theater is. I mean, it's really, and I've been to New York theaters. I mean, this thing is. World class. Yeah, sure. and and you, yeah, you see it, and you really, like, you dri- when you're driving in, you're like, oh man, this is gonna be a dump. Yeah, right. Oh, easily. Yeah, and you're, you just you, see casinos and projects, casinos and projects, and then just some abandoned land for a yeah. while, and yeah. then, but then you get there, and holy crap. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, really nice. After the show, we went down to Sinbad's on the river for the two. The true uh, Detroitier experience, mm-hmm. or Detroiter, I mean, depending who you're sitting next to at a tribe game. Mm-hmm. I was expecting shoddy service, you know, some of that real Gilded Era classism. Oh, yeah. But I was really pleasantly surprised. The atmosphere, uh, the cuisine, oh, yeah. my word. I went I went surf and turf, and... Uh, well, I went... Uh, house clam chowder and damn you don't expect it you're in detroit to eat that well yeah oh my goodness i mean seafood yeah i thought you know you're going to detroit is detroit famous for anything other than rectangular pizza like yeah right nothing right might as well be canada and we all know canadian cuisine isn't anything but jesus clam chowder was something special you let me have a bite and oh man I was like, I should have just gotten this. Well, steak was good. Oh well, should have got the clam chowder. So after that, we were—I mean, we were pretty tuckered out. It was a—it was a drive up there. And, Food uh, coma. Yeah. So we headed out to our Airbnb by the Eastern Market, and um, Dave, I got to say, this might have been the highlight of my trip. I—I I mean, we met the two, just the most amicable gay couple I've ever encountered in my in my years of existence i mean josh the obstetrician and scott a third grade teacher i mean 
listen, I would have hung out with them all day, but they were running a 5K in the morning for deaf kids. So, like, you know, we. Yeah, we were going to kind of go after them for their, beautiful place. For, their, for their charity work. And then we realized that that would have been a real dick move. They're doing charity work. Yeah, yeah. You think this is a Pittsburgh football podcast or something? Right, right. No, that's and, not what and we do And their, their, their space was just, I mean, just decorated to the But to not the too busy? No. You know what I mean? No. You didn't feel like you were in a, in a Cracker Barrel where they just put no. stuff up everywhere. No, no. It was really, really well done. Tastefully done, yeah. The next day, woke up, I mean, after that breakfast, um, decided to go and check out the paltry Detroit art scene, right? Yeah. We're like, oh, I mean, yeah, Detroit on. art. We have the Cleveland Museum of Art, guys. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we went to see the, the Heidelberg Project mm-hmm. at Elba and Ellery. And I'm a little, a little bit lost for words here. I, I wasn't expecting such an ascendant piece, you know? Yeah. It's it's an it's an extemporaneous juxtaposition and commentary on the dilapidated Heidelberg neighborhood that surrounds it, you know, and even that sounds so trite and shallow to and, try to put haughty, into words. Yeah, I feel yeah. like such an ass even trying to say it. Yeah. You just need to experience it. Yeah smelled a little funny yeah, that's all course, i could yeah. come up well, with yeah. for a punchline on there because it was I mean, maybe we it was my brain exploding that smelled funny uh yeah straight out of there we headed down to Corktown, and uh you know some lunch at cork and gable apparently is the place to go i mean look granted the looming and abandoned michigan central station building creepy as hell yeah okay but man those Brussels sprouts and fried pickles, holy crap! Whew, just perfection. And I mean, you know what? I kind of did like the Hulk of that station. Yeah, it just I mean, kind of harkens back, you know. It does. It does. It's it's um, provocative, really. Yeah. As I said earlier, in the infamous words of Cleveland Superfan Factory of Sadness, at least we're not Detroit, right? <laughs> right. Right. Of course. So we set out to prove it. At the Henry Ford Museum. I mean, we all know this dude had a problematic past, and we would surely uncover it in there, and we'd, you know, be able to do a few victory laps on right. on this car culture we got. But, mm-hmm. but man, that museum is cool as hell. Like, you could feel the spirit of American industry and innovation and ingenuity, and it just grips you, right, by the, the grundle, and it steals you away to this mass production and golden era of the American dream. And, you know, just, uh, the dude changed the fucking world. Yeah. You know, he really did like the amount of frankly people he brought out of poverty. It's just mind boggling to see the improvement in the life of the general public from that era that was really spearheaded by him and and we're focusing on the American public, but th- this was worldwide. The world. This was worldwide innovation. Trying yeah. to dig itself out from this terrible mm-hmm. part of history. Uh, it's just, oh man! Yeah, but it's heady stuff. It's heady stuff. <sighs> Snack bar price is a little high. I mean, first of all, it's only Pepsi, ugh, and it's like four dollars for a twenty ounce bottle. What am I at an airport? All of a sudden. And the popcorn was a little stale. 
And you said your milk duds were kind of like hard, like nobody had bought them in a while. Right, right. Which may, I mean, people go to the Henry Ford Museum. They're not really they're doing not, milk duds. Yeah, but they're not. I guess that was kind of sh- shame on me kind of thing for, yeah, for yeah. getting them for you. Right. Anyway, I mean, after that, we drove the entirety of Eight Mile Road for posterity's sake and ended up in goddamn Ann Arbor, that shithole town. So we just turned right back around and headed to the Windsor Casinos because yeah, man, where else are you going to spend your time? I mean, and when you're gambling in Canada, you have no idea how much you're gambling on stuff. You're trying to calculate that exchange rate, and you're like, I don't even know if I'm up or down or upside down or what. I hand them an American... Yeah, you're, thing and they hand me Canadian chips and I'm like, whoa! You're gam- you're gambling at the exchange. Yeah, that's where you're gambling. Yeah, I mean you you you're you're uh, you're down for a little bit. Why don't you wait a few minutes for the exchange rate to change? I g- got one word to describe it: loony. <laughs> All right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode, Dylan. Have you anyone to thank? Yes, I mean Henry Ford. Yeah, Just changed changed the world. Henry, goddamn Ford. Uh, I'd like to thank Carrie Ryan for our closing theme, and the fine people at Greenfield Village, uh, the historical site that's next to the Henry Ford Museum. The candles were divine. In conclusion, my name is Dave. I am Dylan, and this has been your Browns Friday Fumble. It's Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend, weekend. Friday, Friday, getting down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend. Partying, partying, yeah, partying, partying, yeah. Fun, 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 looking forward. Coming up on 5-Minute News, I'm Anthony Davis. You might think it's partisan because maybe it's critical of one side or the other, but it's not, it's just the truth. And I think that's also something that's kind of unusual for Americans listening to the radio or to podcasts because the news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So 5-Minute News is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased and essential world news daily.